This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. song is so much better when they get rid of the annoying kids in the background at the playground. <laughs> it's called kids, though. I know. You gotta have the kids. I know. Vanessa, do you have any, um, I know that you're, like, considering buying a house. When you're looking at areas, are you like, oh, I will never live across the school because I like to sleep in the middle of the day and I can't be across from, like, a kid's playground? Because you hear it, man. You hear it. When they're out there oh at lunch God. and recess and stuff, I'm a, like a full block away from my uh, kids' elementary school where they went. I hear it every day. I currently, my condo is like right be- right like outside my, literally the, right across the street is the school. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So, so you hear recess and every, every day when I go home and I go to sleep in the afternoon, that's all I hear. And I actually kind of find it... Um, Relaxing. Okay, so that's not on the oh can't live there list. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't really bother me. No, not at all. You know what can be a bit annoying is if you're near like a baseball diamond or something where they have rec league, uh, yes. intramural <laughs> softball and stuff going on. Mm. Get that because that home run shot goes right through your window. Well, not just that, <laughs> but it's like the sudden bursts of like hey, all right, all right. You know, like people yelling. <laughs> Basketball, I find like a like, oh. and not like a basketball court. I think I could handle that more than just like one basketball yeah. on a neighbor's garage yeah. hitting the ground. Yeah, that was uh, that was uh, <laughs> my first house in London. I'd be going to sleep and I'd hear dunk 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 dunk. It's a kid practicing to be a champion, right? Oh man, that sounds great to me. You know, compared to what I've dealt with for the last. A little oh, while with my oh, shitty yeah. ass neighbor. Oh, yeah, yeah, I will yeah. take a kid playing basketball or some young kids cheering and laughing at recess mm-hmm. over over some you're asshole stupid. party. You're stupid, no, yeah. you're stupid. Ah. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting though that you're right. You just have to like reframe the sound and be like, no, this is good to hear. This is uh, allowing me to fall to fall asleep. I, you know, it's a beautiful sound. Birds chirping, <laughs> I love. Like in yeah. the spring when you have your window open a crack and then you hear birds chirping at first light. I like that. Some people, it drives them crazy. Yeah. It depends on the bird. Like, have you ever had pigeons? Pigeons out in front of your window? (laughs) Never had pigeons. Just uh, morning doves. That sound kind of like owls. Aren't they like, Yeah, that sounds so bad. That sounds pretty nice. A morning dove? Morning dove. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, morning doves. Crows. (laughs) Crows are annoying. I'm trying to think. Like, I, I... I don't remember the last time I went to sleep without some sort of audio playing, like whether it was like a meditation song track or like listening to the ocean waves or rainfall. Like I'm always an ASMR. I listen to a ton of that stuff. Mm. Oh yeah. You, 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 if it was silent in the room, you, you would drive you crazy probably. It's, I mean, like I, I can do it. I mm. I meditate, so I know how to do it and, and like get in, in your own head. I just find it very soothing to listen to something. Like it, it's if I'm not if I'm not interested in meditating and really focusing on that, it's nice to just have something to talk to me or listen to a certain sound because then it stops my mind from wandering somewhere else. Gotcha. So yeah, I, I honestly don't even remember the last time I went to sleep without something like that. Because you live in a one room condo, like a like a studio, what do mm. they call bachelor style condo? Can you hear the fridge kicking in? Yeah, yeah. Does that mm. drive you a bit nuts, or you're just used to it? No, I'm just used to it, man. Yeah, it doesn't bother me at all. I'm weird like that. I, I don't mind these stuff. You don't what, mind it. What What does bother me sometimes is 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 the furnace gets this like really low low hum, huh. and it's not a pleasant hum. 
Yeah. Like the fridge is 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 a higher pitch. The this one is like lower and it's almost like at an octave which doesn't resonate with the body right. <laughs> it's weird, man. Yeah. I used to live near the gardener in a condo for a little while and uh I found that really annoying. Like if I I could never live beside a major highway. Uh just that constant every now and then you hear the truck and the yeah, motorcycle yeah, yeah. goes <laughs> if it was just a steady hum, it wouldn't be so bad, but there's always those like dramatic muffler yes. vehicles that just kind of ruin it. I live close to an on-ramp. It's uh, Eastern, right? So people love to rip up Eastern Avenue, um, like kind of going over the, the DVP. And uh, oh my God, I can hear it. I can hear the people who have uh, insecurities about their manhood from a mile away. <laughs> I, I'm curious. <laughs> um, now that you have a cabin up in the woods, and I know that like when I go visit my brother who lives up in Collingwood uh, and I stay there for a night it's like dead silent yeah there, there's there's not a sound to be heard in the middle of the night I love it I Th- love it does that throw you off though no. going from like the city and then into peace and quiet like that it's a nice balance because I like I also find like when I come back to the city I'm ready for it I'm mm-hmm. ready to be connected again and feel the buzz and feel the crowd and feel the people and there's like a warmth to it somehow I don't know there's like a safety in numbers I guess, and but I also enjoy going out to the cabin and experiencing like nature and extreme silence and nobody bothering me. I was just hanging out with some friends over the weekend that have um, uh, like a toddler that's teething <laughs> and they're up once an hour all night because the kid is crying mm. and I can't like all of this stuff we're bringing up oh the hum of the furnace and all this stuff like is nothing to yeah, yeah. being woken up <laughs> once an hour by the pitch of your young child crying oh, and I remember yeah. when they told me that I, I looked at them I'm like oh yeah that you guys do look like shit <laughs> in that moment because I could see like oh yeah Clearly, you guys have not been sleeping. I can see it now. I can see it on your face. I can Sucks. see it in, in your clothes. I can see, uh, you know, yeah. they're so tired. Both of them are so tired. But also just like, you know, what can you do? It's just the way it goes sometimes. But, oh, sleep deprivation is the worst thing. Okay. Like, everything suffers. Getting you know? back to sounds when you're falling asleep. Obviously, listening to the waves and ocean, great. You know oh. what I would put up there on the list is when you're camping and you hear the other campsites and the fires going and people just like... In the distance? Not being too loud because usually there's some sort of noise. Uh, you know, it's like after 10 p.m. You can't be screaming and throwing a big rager. Right. Just when you fall asleep in a tent and hearing other people around is very soothing because generally you're going to wake up four hours from that point. Point and you're going to hear something moving around your tent, which is not settling. Man, I've been camping in so long. You always hear stuff moving around your tent? In the middle of the night? Yeah, 100%. Really? Uh, there's always raccoons or something walking around your campsite, <laughs> trolling, like looking for food because so many people leave stuff oh. out that they've just grown accustomed to it. Right. And it doesn't matter how big the animal is. It always sounds like it's Bigfoot outside your tent <laughs> when it's walking around. <laughs> But yeah, I love that sound. Mm. Just like people kind of having a good time in the distance, in the distance. but like, yeah. you know, not too loud. <laughs> you hear yeah. some fires going, maybe. Oh, the crackling of yeah. a fire. Oh my God. That is nice to sleep next to. Yeah. The crackling of a fire. Yeah. Very romantic. Hey, you know what movie I started watching, guys, based on your lack of recommendation in many ways? Oh, yeah. Um, don't look up. Oh, yeah. I'm just in the middle of it right now. I had to turn it off because I had to go to bed, but uh, I'm actually really enjoying it. I can't believe you said it was so weak. If you're really enjoying a movie, can you really turn it off halfway through? If it's the weekend? Eh, I don't uh, think you can. I think that shows... It, it, uh, it was time for me to go to bed. I like bed. Bed is my friend. Bed is good. You didn't find that they were trying to drive home their, quote, hidden message a little too hard and a little like it was just over your head? So far, not not to that point. Like, I just finished the part where Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence are going on the television show. Um, well, like the Fox News type show? Yes, yes. Where- and they can't really get it across. The, they can't really. It seems like nobody really wants to hear what they have to say, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm enjoying it. I think it's hilarious so far. I, I think 
I don't think for a second that the message was trying to be hidden in this movie. I, I know what you mean by like sometimes movies are trying to be subtle. I don't think it was ever trying to be subtle with its like its messaging in this movie. Yeah, well, that's the problem is that I think you need to be a little more subtle for it to be clever. When it's not subtle and they hit you over the head with it, it just becomes like a it. It reminds me of like what should be a Disney Pixar premise. You know, where it has to be so obvious that a four-year-old would understand what was going on Mm -hmm. and that the parents can kind of get the joke (laughs) and appreciate some of the characters so they're okay sitting through all two hours of it. So wait, are you saying that Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence are a bit too panicked about it? Or like what? what? They should be panicked, as should the whole world when there's an asteroid coming to take out all of humanity. But then the whole idea of like half the population doesn't want to look up and acknowledge it okay you know what i mean and it's obviously uh all about climate change Mm -hmm. and how the world is like there's the half of the people that don't buy into the science right they're science deniers essentially climate deniers Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so they're just trying to show how ridiculous it is that people would deny the science and so the premise is oh there's an asteroid coming and people are like oh the end of the world and then the other half of the world's like no that's not a big deal don't look up there's nothing there just ignore it it'll go away right everyone's just too involved in their own lives that's what i've noticed like everyone's too wrapped up in their own shit to like take a second and listen to what these scientists have to say you know what i mean yeah we're just so engrossed in our daily lives (laughs) which i think is funny you know everyone's just trying to get ahead in their own lives and everything revolves around me 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 you know it's true yeah. I don't know. I thought it was funny, man. They're trying to say that shit to them on the TV and they're like, but. And they just yeah, keep yeah, cutting yeah. them off. Yeah, yeah. It's like, who cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. Uh, and also, um, my husband Matt brought up, he's like, oh, it's nice to see Leonardo DiCaprio not being like, playing like the hot guy in a movie for once. It's nice seeing him be like the science nerd. I don't think he can play the hot guy anymore. Well, I think he's past that is threshold. He past it? When Come was on. the last time he was the hot guy? Oh, uh, yeah. Good question. Uh, Wolf, of Wolf of Wall Street. Wall Street? He wasn't even Hawkeye. He was kind of like a mess in that movie, and he only had Margot Robbie as his girlfriend because he was super freaking rich. Are you saying it's over for Leonardo DiCaprio? Well, great actor, but I don't think he's he's not the heartthrob like Brad Pitt can still pull it off, and like Bradley Cooper can pull it off. I think his face is getting like he's showing he's. He's, he's aging like everybody ages, you know? Maybe, maybe when you're like that much of a sex symbol and that hot. Maybe at a certain point, you're like, ah, I just want to be regular for a while. He looks regular now. His face is way more round. Yeah, he's, listen, he's put on weight. I'm looking at a picture of him that wasn't taken too long ago. I guess he was on some super yacht. Yeah, of course. St. Bart's. Actually, he's getting ripped on for being on that super yacht because apparently this thing uses more fuel than a car would in a whole year just to go like seven feet in front of it it's like huge yeah he's the environmentalist who still flies around on a private jet and you know goes on like these super yachts and stuff which are totally not environmentally sound like he should be on the super yacht that has the sails on it at least uh yeah no but aside from that i don't think i don't think leonardo dicaprio has that same sex appeal as he's aging i mean i could be wrong he looked pretty good in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which came out just a oh, few yeah, years ago. Oh, yeah, he did look pretty good. But he does, you're right, he doesn't have that, that George Clooney thing or that Brad Pitt thing. That Where you just get more rugged with age as yeah. opposed to less attractive. Where's the rugged Leonardo he, DiCaprio? He sort of is starting to look like uh, somebody's boss at work, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have, yeah. doesn't have it, I don't think, The boss anymore. is in, the boss is in. Oh, here's know. the boss. Hey, he's a happy-go-lucky boss who likes to, you know, have always orders fries with his burger, never salad. <laughs> I bet you, if he wanted to, he could easily age like a Brad Pitt. You know, if he wants to make a change, I'm sure it's not difficult for him. Like any rich person, hire a celebrity chef, hire a, a trainer, turn it around. Maybe he put the weight on for the role. I don't even know if it's weight. I think the shape of his face is just going more round. <laughs> I don't know if that's possible. It's more round. I look at the size of his head and you don't gain weight in your skull. But his skull and his, and maybe it's the haircut. He's got too much on the sides. He's got to trim oh, no. it back. He's, he's definitely put on some weight in the face and the cheeks and the neck. You know, it happens. You guys yeah. have put on weight before. Your face gets puffy. You get a bit puffy in the face. 
And everybody's different too, right? Like everybody's weight goes to different spots of their body. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe with Leo, it's straight to the cheeks. Man. It's the neck. It's the neck. <laughs> it's the face. He's got a full face now, which is, again, like most people do when they're almost 50 years old. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Um, oh, man. It must suck to have people taking endless photographs of you when you're on the beach in your swimsuit. I'm just looking at all these oh, angles of him. Look at him it's in the, not fair. Are you looking fair. at the one in the water with the girl kind of hugging him? <laughs> yes. And, and then it's like making his belly look even bigger? Yes. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, I feel for the guy, but it's just like it's, it's just like your worst nightmare where you're at the beach, you're trying to enjoy your vacay. Maybe you've been you know, hitting the bar a bit too hard and having all the desserts that you want. And then somebody comes and starts taking pictures of you from the worst angles. He reminds <laughs> me of me where he sure. was like, I was a guy who could not gain weight forever. Mm-hmm. I could eat whatever I wanted. I, when I married Deb, I weighed 140 pounds. Wow. And that was like, that's insane with no rules about food. I would eat what I wanted when I wanted, as long as I could afford it. Right. Um, and then like I hit 30 and then slowly, like your body starts like being a little less, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like you just, yeah, I started gaining weight just slowly. Where did you gain weight? Um, well, I usually get it around my belly, like it's torso, but my legs got a little bigger, like everything gets a little bigger. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, from being 138 to 142 pounds for most of, you know, my adult life to hit just after 30 and all of a sudden it starts just staying on and staying on. Next thing you know, I weigh almost 180. Really? That was my peak, 170, almost like 179 pounds. Wow. Right about when we got uh, shown the door. At that other radio interesting, station. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. But, you know, I think that it's pretty common for guys who don't gain weight. Then they get married. Then they just start like, you know, they don't care as much. They're not working out as much. He looks like he's that guy. Mm-hmm. It looks like he got married five years ago and started to let himself go. <laughs> no, That's but the he's look. still hooking up with supermodels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, because he's right. Leonardo DiCaprio. Right. You know? But I, I know that there, I had a friend in, in um, high school that was like you, like always skinny and, mm-hmm. and, and a runner and he's gone on to become a trainer and his whole thing was like, I became the skinny fat guy. And he said he put on weight just like you did and, and it didn't sit on him right. And now he trains people specifically. He tackles like the skinny fat guy thing, which I think is probably the biggest gift in a world in the world. And correct me if I'm wrong, Bundes, but most people who have that are probably all they have to do is like work on their muscles and then they're going to be burning fat. Like those people have high metabolisms generally, do they not? Yeah, they definitely have it easier. than They like, have it easy. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, they have it. All, if you just did push-ups through that phase of your life, you probably never would have put on weight. Well, I dropped twenty pounds over the course of a year and a bit after that point, just by like subtle little changes, right. you know, and not having to work too hard. Yeah, and I didn't have to cut things entirely right. out of my diet. That like, fucking drives no me. Bread, no bread, no chips. Just like oh, I'll eat chips once a week instead of three days a week. Right. I still have bread every day. You have a great metabolism. It's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I cannot yeah. do that. Like if I want to drop weight, I have to like, I have to exercise hard and I have to eat like very regimented. Mm-hmm. I yeah. have to eat minimal calories. I have to cut out breads. I have, like, it's, it's, it's painful to do it. But and you I, were gaining weight when you were in high school, weren't you? Like yeah, a li- uh, slightly overweight in high school, which is that, elementary school. Yeah. If you're slightly overweight at that age, your metabolism is, metabolism is not working uh, like mine is. Mm-hmm. It has been the biggest fight of my whole life. Like it's like. Uh, I I want to say it's almost it's it was it's almost harder than like kicking uh, the the opiate addiction I had Be- no because it's this reoccurring thing like I beat that once and I and I haven't gone back down that path you didn't yeah it's not a yeah, life not a, battle yeah where it's like every day I have to fight with hunger and and fight with like what I'm gonna eat and like cravings and stuff like that so it's it, it's it's painful because like at the age of what was it grade five or six I was a fat kid. Then I got skinny. And then later in high school, I got fat again. And then mm. I got skinny again. And then oh in college, I got fat again. And then I had to get skinny again. And it's like, I mean, I'm, I'm, it's this constant flux back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm bald and you have a great head of hair. So it's like trade-offs. You <laughs> know? I have great metabolism and I can keep my shape pretty easily. Right. 
What would you do if you could pick one, Bunnis? Would you be bald now <laughs> and struggle with weight uh, constantly? Yeah. Oh, God. Or would you be like full head? Or, you know, like, yeah. I, I don't you know. know I mean. mean, there's there's some good looking bald dudes out there. Look at Jason Statham. Yeah, the guy's ripped, bald. Yeah, yeah but a skinny guy like me doesn't get ripped like that unless you they're totally in the, could. If I yeah, but I would have to be in the gym every single day for three hours That's probably, and, not, and I get sick and I don't go for a week and it just falls off. <laughs> Oh, your Seriously. body doesn't like oh, having yeah. muscle. It doesn't it, want it, it. It's not natural. Like, yeah, right. it just disappears. Mm. Yeah, I'll take the hair. I'll fight with it. <laughs> yeah, you see, there you I'll go. Take the hair, man. <laughs> we all we all can't tell to hand. <laughs> I'm not like overly attractive, kind of bald, but you know, <laughs> uh, it's easy for me to maintain like a you know 160 pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mora. I wish okay. I had big boobs. Big old boobs. I was just going to ask you. I was just going to ask you. C cup breasts. Ooh. But you struggle with weight more often than you do now. You know what? Or is it A cups and, and oh. you know? That's really hard. I've I've become accustomed to being like a smaller chested woman. And I feel like I can rock it really well. And I don't feel like I'm unattractive because of it. So I'll just stick with the A's. Would you trade some ass power and move that to the breasts? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You would. You wouldn't. Like, I wish I was more uh, balanced out because I I feel like I have a hell of an ass and sometimes too much. It's just rude. I've had people yell things to me down the street. I'm like, what? The like, fuck? what would they yell? <laughs> I don't know if there even is a thing as too much ass. I mean, especially 2022, yeah. people um, love that. People love ass. Um, you know, nice booty. Um, you know, I've had somebody say, "Why don't you do some lunges?" <laughs> <laughs> I was walking with my mom. I'm like, my mom's right here. Why don't you do some lunges? Someone would say that. Yeah, somebody said nice ass. I'm like, I'm walking with my mom, and the guy's like, try lunges. <laughs> oh he God. was drunk outside of like filthy McNasties or something. Oh, you makes know. sense. Okay. So it was all right. I mean, whatever. Nobody has a perfect body. Nobody has a perfect body. Some people do. Some, some people, people get do. dealt that hand. Once in a while, somebody ends up with a royal flush just with the first but five cards they fades. laid out to you. It fades. It doesn't stay perfect. Everybody's body fades as they get older. So maybe it's a short moment in time. And maybe it's better you never had that because then you never lose it. Mm. Right? Yeah, but if you did have it, you could exploit it for that little <laughs> bit of time. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I'm going to go do some lunges now. Thanks for reminding me of that. Oh, my God. Oh, God. I'm going to go have a sandwich with some fresh bread. <laughs> and Bundes won't eat till 6 p.m. <laughs> What's your fasting re- regimen now? Like you eat in the morning, which I, re- you know, was such a shock to me because forever you never ate in the morning. And then. Uh, yeah, I, I had stopped fasting for a little while and then I got back on it. And lately I've been doing like. Um, I stop eating around 1 p.m. and then I'll start eating around 6 a.m. ish. Okay. So I, like basically, like I get home from from work, I have uh, I have dinner, and then I go to bed, and I don't eat again until the next morning when I'm at work. So wow. like 15 hours. No, like 17. 17. Oh, okay. Jesus, Bundus. Yeah, it sucks. I fucking hate it. Yeah. You don't. <laughs> and I, and you I'm, don't get joy from food. And I'm back on the cold showers again, trying to like. <laughs> Oh my god! Like to because when you when you're when you take cold showers, the the brown fat cells in your body get activated, which then eat <laughs> at your bad fat cells, the mm. ones that you don't want, mm. to try and keep you warm. So it's just it's like oh. an extra little bit of uh, of shock, a way, shock yeah. to to help you lose weight as well as like muscle recovery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's 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 the hell. It's again, I, like I said, I was I was looking at uh, I was trying on my some of my old clothes, seeing what fit me. None of it fit me anymore. I'm looking at myself in the mirror and I'm like, and I'm pictures of myself from before when the pandemic started. And I'm like, what the fuck happened? You know? And that was two years of sitting on my ass, not being well, able to yeah. go to gyms, like not being able to walk around, play sports, like just be active. And it just yes. like, gradually over time, it's like a couple pounds here, a couple pounds here. It's not like this one, 
it's not like one week later, all of a sudden I put 20 pounds on it. Yes. It's just like little by little over the time. And Slippage. it's like shit doesn't fit anymore and all. And it's, yeah, so it's Yeah, but you also have jacked arms. Your your biceps are a lot bigger than they were when we started working three years ago. Definitely, definitely. But so. it's also like, yes, I have, I built more muscle, but I also have like fat on my stomach that wasn't there before. And like just it, like my legs on my thighs are a little bit fatter than they used to be. And it, there's there's extra weight that was put on over this time. Muscle is there, but there's fat there as I well. I think you're also like in that age category now where you're like, st- you don't burn it as quickly, just like what Tucker was talking about. Yeah, you know, that's like don't. happens in the 30s and and it's just kind of like, oh shit, this is going to be a little bit harder. 100% I don't And I can tell just like, just from a couple years ago when the pandemic started, mm-hmm. I was probably the best shape of my life. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was ripped. I was working out all the time. And I, I could tell that my body was functioning the way I wanted it to. Mm-hmm. Now that I've been doing this stuff again, like trying to get on the same process, I, I, it's not, I'm not getting the same results. It's taking twice as much effort to, to try and get the same kind of results. But look at that hair. Great, <laughs> the hair, great hair. Got the hair. Pretty good hair. Not going to lie. No gray coming out there, right, Yen? I got in the hair, not the hair. In the beard, it's beard, all over the yeah. bottom of the beard. Yeah, I deal with that. I'm wondering if I'm going to have to, like, color my beard hair a bit. Do it. Do it. I don't mind it in the beard. I think the the gray in the beard kind of looks cool. It's funny how it it shows up there first. Yeah. Well, thank you for checking out the podcast. You know, um, we're going to be doing something in the not-too-distant future which is like people who are avid listeners of the podcast. We're going to be looking for your feedback. I know we talked about like coming up with a name, but there's we're looking at a bit of a potential rebuild of the podcast. So many layers. So we're going to need you. Yeah. For, for example, think about this and feel free to DM us on Instagram at Morik Rearson, at Chris Bundes, at Radio underscore Tucker. Uh, it's... Do you want the take two? That's where we replay some stuff from our radio show. Mm-hmm. Usually tack it on the end of like a conversation that we just had. We just had. Or would you prefer if it was just all this without like the replay of the radio show stuff? Mm-hmm. And uh, let yeah. us know. Let us know. And we'll talk to you soon. And don't forget about our radio show. Please don't forget about our radio show. Weekday mornings in Toronto, Hamilton on Energy 95.3 from 5.30 till 9. And then we also have an afternoon show Mm -hmm. that plays in London on 103.1 Fresh Radio. Check it out. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's Tucker and Mora, and I know I'm totally going to regret bringing this up, but today we're talking about the most epic dates you've ever been on, whether it's a relationship that worked out or not. It doesn't matter. Tell us about that date. Craig, what did you do? Yeah, so, I mean, like, it, it was with my wife. She works for the, the hospital system, and uh, I, I wanted to surprise her with a trip to Florida. We always uh, love going there. So... I, I contacted her coworkers, told her my plans, and then they were kind of the biggest part because they were able to rearrange her schedule, ensure that she wasn't seeing any patients or whatever. Nice. And I remember her. I remember her coming home and complaining about the uh, administrative staff, how they would never book her patients in, and she was like, you know what, you know what the heck is going on? Like, why am I? getting the ring around here yeah yeah she's she feels like she's getting shafted at work and, and it really it's yeah. it's the, your plan at shafting her exactly so she went to work the morning of i uh totally stripped her closet and packed pretty much everything i thought she was gonna need and then threw it in the truck she came home and then at the time we were in the process of buying a new house i'm like let's, let's go for dinner let's go check out the model house you know get get excited about our new place etc and I blew right past the model. She's like, where are you going? I'm like, 
Oh, I figured we'd go to like you know Cheesecake Factory for dinner, like just over the border. Yeah. She's like, oh yeah, that sounds good. And then so as soon as we got over the border, I went straight to the airport. She's like, what's going on? And so I, in the meantime, I also had created this video that basically outlined everything. It was like, a, you know, I've already packed your bags. I had video of her coworkers all laughing and like we were in on it the whole time kind of thing. And she's like, what? She was totally blown out of the water. What? Wow. So you played the video for her in the car? Yeah. Whoa. Let me ask you this, though. You pack her You pack her stuff. I mean, you had to have forgotten something, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely packed some, uh, you know, the bathing suits that fit my criteria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> right. The bag was just filled with bikinis and lingerie, and it's like, all right, well, what's going on? Uh, I packed yeah, you a the bunch little, of stuff. Little, a little cheeky, I was. Told. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, so we had to we had to do a little bit of shopping, but for the most part, everything was there. Yeah, my wife so. would never trust me to pack no. her clothes. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't no. think I don't think she would trust me to do it either. But yeah. Craig, thanks for the story, man. All right, man. Have a good day. Talking about epic dates. What's the most epic date you've been on? Could be with someone you're still with. Maybe it never worked out. Who knows? Uh, Nicole, what's the most epic date you've been on? A few years ago, I had met a guy online. Um, we were chatting. We hadn't met yet. And uh, he ends up telling me that he's actually from Montreal and he was just visiting some family in Toronto for a few days. And um, I said, oh, that's too bad. And he said, well, I'm going to be out in PEI in a couple of weeks. Would you be interested in joining me there? Because he, he was in the Coast Guard, so he had to be there for work. And... After we, you know, we talked about for a week or so, and I finally agreed to it. So I flew out there for a weekend. Okay, hang on a second. Had you guys met, though? We had not met. So your first date, you're getting on a plane and flying to (laughs) Prince Edward Island. Yeah. And you must have been so nervous to meet this person for the first time. Oh, for sure. Because, I mean, he could have completely been catfishing me or, like, some sort of human trafficking. Mm, I do not recommend doing this, but... I mean, we talked on the phone, we did back and forth. It felt right. And I remember thinking, like, I, I could always bail at the airport. Like, if I had to, whatever, I would have mm. figured the, a way what, out. What were the sleeping arrangements uh, laid out for you? It was one hotel room with one bed. Oh! Boy. <laughs> God, that's a... Wow, oh, wow, wow, wow. Okay. All right. So, you, I, you get on the plane. Yeah, you get on the plane, you land at the hotel, he, or sorry, he landed at the airport, he picked me up there, and as soon as we saw each other, and I think that we were both, like, reassured that we were who we presented each other to be, it was, like, amazing from that point on. Okay, and what kind of stuff did you do? I have to say, it was, like, the best first date ever. It was, like, the island was our own little getaway, because so many people had left the island for winter, so there wasn't that many people there. It wasn't very touristy. We would hi- hang out in like local pubs with people that we didn't know. We would party with the locals. One day we went, like just kind of drove around the island and walked around. At one point we lost the car and I thought, this is when he's going to kill me. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. His plan works. We were literally <laughs> on the beach and it was freezing and we're looking for the car. And I do remember thinking, this is how it ends, you know, but mm. then we went back to the hotel. We were in the hot tub. It was the best three days ever. Huh? So then did you yeah. guys date after that for a little while or did it fizzle we, out? No, we did not date. It, it didn't even fizzle out. It was just like at the end because I think it was because he lived in Montreal and I live here and um, it just never worked out. But uh, still goes down as the best first date for me. That is like that is going out on a limb, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it was it was pretty ballsy, but it, it, I would do it again in a heartbeat. <laughs> You're an adventurer. <laughs> Love it. Hey, thanks for the story. Yeah, no problem. Tucker and Mora. What's the biggest, most epic date you've been on? Maybe it's with somebody you're still with today. Maybe that's why you're with them. It was that epic date. <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't work out. Bundus uh, is a guy who's been known to walk around with a wad of cash and, uh, you know, likes to razzle and dazzle <laughs> here and there. Yeah, yeah. Bells and whistles come to mind. Most epic date for you. Well, I got dumped. And after I got dumped, I was in a pretty bad place. So I decided to get on a plane. I went down to California. 
and uh, just tried to like, you know, relieve myself of my woes. Mm-hmm. And along the way on that trip, there was one particular girl that I met and it was like so movie like i remember it was like 1 30 in the morning i was walking into a club she was walking out and we kind of both like stopped into each other mm. and like she looked at me and i looked at her and we both smiled and it was like magic right there oh like i, I just like I, serendipity <laughs> yeah like serendipity. oh my god yeah, yeah, yeah. and we, she was leaving and you were coming yeah wow um and we just like we we had a, another drink in there we were talking we were laughing and then when the club shut down we went out for food we ate something and then i went back we went back to like uh the place that i was staying we okay. had a fun time together oh okay. and it was great wow. and, and like i had to be on a plane that um the next morning and i literally stayed with her and we just had like this amazing night until the taxi came and like picked me up and i said goodbye to her kind of thing she obviously lives in la i'm on my way back to toronto but oh. like this thing like is just lingering with me this feeling i had like, right and I'm like, you know what? Forget it. I'm going to splash out. I'm flying this girl to Toronto. I'm going to show her the city. All of it, You're right? doing it. I'm You're doing flying it her in. Flying her in. First class tickets. I didn't go first. Okay. Class. <laughs> okay. All right. Economy. Economy <laughs> tickets. I love nice hotel. No, no, middle seat. Middle, middle seat. seat. <laughs> economy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah no yeah. bags checked. Okay. So you put her up in a hotel. She's not going to stay at your place. No, I got her a hotel. You know, I took her shopping. I bought her things. We went to the CN Tower. Like, like just this epic, epic. Like, I, I gave her, like, the entire tourist, whatever you want to call it, right. in the city, right? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I know the end of this story. <laughs> yeah? He splashed out. How, how long was she here for, out of curiosity? Four days. Did you ever do the math on it? Um, Figure out what you spent? Six thousand oh, i'm sure my God. sure yeah something like that six g's um i could tell that something wasn't quite the same as it was when i met her in la yeah she was yes. being a little more distant why are you I loving this so I, much I, 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 i'm pretty sure i've heard the ending of this story i don't know if i got all the details but yeah. i know what's coming okay yes and i found it odd that like after having you know this amazing night with her that it was odd that she didn't want me to stay with her in the hotel room oh she was giving you the shaft i thought okay maybe it was like she was feeling a little sick after the first day whatever Mm. it was then the second day same thing third day not being very affectionate i (gasps) i drive her back to the airport and then she drops this bomb on me ah yes Tucker, hey, Mora, stop it, Mora. Normally, I'm the ween in these stories. <laughs> so now, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to revel in Bundes being the ween. Yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent oh, Simp City, <laughs> Simp City, Simp Central. This is the country of Simp, and I own it. You yeah, are yeah. the mayor of Simp Town, no, my he's, friend. He's the, uh, <laughs> the president of Simpville, USA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So she tells me that. She is pregnant with somebody else's child. Yeah! <laughs> so <laughs> that explains why she was what? sick, why she was feeling off, why she wasn't being affectionate. Yeah. In, in the time between <laughs> us having this amazing night in LA, me flying back home and then buying her tickets. In, in that time between there, oh, she managed yeah. to sleep with somebody else and get pregnant. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely heard the end of this story. I didn't hear the middle where you spent six oh. grand. Oh. So she, she agreed to the trip before she was pregnant. She was pregnant, but she did. I guess she didn't know she, she was pregnant. She didn't know yet. Oh, oh, my God. Of course. Why did she still come? She should have hey. failed. Free great, trip. Great, free, trip. Free, free trip to Canada. <laughs> Take Laura. this guy for a ride, Yeah, eh? exactly. Oh. Last time I ever did that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Bundes. My poor Bundes. <laughs> When I do something, whether good or bad, I do it big. You You went big, buddy. Oh, oh no. And then what did you say? Have a nice life or? I mean, (laughs) what do you say to that, right? You say, well, good luck with the baby. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Let's see if you have what it takes to decide whether or not a song is going to become a classic to figure it out. I got this. I just feel you like I got, got this. this. You think I you got, got this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A whole yeah. bunch of people were just asked to vote on various songs and say, oh, what do you think? Is this going to be a classic? Is this a song that people are going to be listening to 30 years from now? Or is it just going to disappear? Uh, for example, what do you think? Tell me why Backstreet Boys. I want it that way. I think a majority of people who voted on this one chose classic, or is it just going <laughs> to well, slowly disappear? It's not disappearing, is it? I think it 
that's this what we're listening to right here is a classic. Uh, I, sad to say that I agree, but I do. <laughs> yeah. 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 You guys are right. This is a, that's a boy band classic right there. That and that a- will take people back to that era. I mean, you can't top it. Okay, what about... <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm good if I never hear this song again. Really? Yeah. Have yeah, you no heart, Bundus? It's just so sappy. And- <laughs> You've seen Titanic, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I mean, that movie, epic. I think the last time I saw it was like 1998 or something like that. <laughs> when it came out? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, this song was huge on the radio when it came out. Monster hit. Anyway, what do you think? I People think it's a classic. classic. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a classic. Bundus doesn't want it to be, but... Of course. Of course. People are flying to Las Vegas to hear her do that one live. Yeah. Okay. And. Oh, God. Uh, The area is getting a little grayer. Obviously, Titanic is a classic. This should not be a classic. (laughs) Should not be a classic. Definitely not. But. I think people love it. No, they don't, actually. Yes! You're right. You're right. You got that. Not a classic. Chumbawamba, chub thumping <laughs> will eventually go away. Really? I won't hold my breath. We don't know when. Eventually. <laughs> okay. Uh, this one, yeah. When you're listening to oldies radio in 80 years, this one is going to be a big one. Yeah, I think so. I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Timeless. Never going away. You got it. Yeah, that one classic. Classic status. Classic. According to people who are, you know, taking part anyway. We're nailing this. Are we not nailing this? All right. You're doing, doing pretty good. You're doing pretty good. <laughs> okay. Yes. Instant classic. <laughs> Give me your heart. Make it real. Let's forget about it. Yeah, yeah. Santana. Rob Thomas and Santana. Majority people say... Classic. Classic. Try again. No way. (laughs) Majority people said, nope. It's the Rob Thomas, isn't it? It's the the Matchbox 20 part. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What do you got? What do you got? This is fun. I could do this all morning. (laughs) Keep it going. Like, I was a rocker, man. This was like that poppy punk crap. These guys were losers. These are the bands that we made fun of when we had to play a bill with them. These losers with their hair coming down in their face. They can't see and they're black nail polish. Get out of here, you loser. Get out of here. Cry to your mom. Not a classic. Please so say not a classic on that one? Yes. Man. Oh. All right, you think you can figure out this one? It's a classic. It should be a classic. We're talking about songs that should be a classic. People voted on a whole bunch of these songs. Yes. Majority people for this one said classic. You're right, classic. Yes. You're, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. There you go. Hot in here, <laughs> Nelly. Did scientists? just figure out warp speed they just developed a laser guided system that they say could dramatically cut the time it takes for us to reach mars i mean right now it takes about nine months to get there but with this new laser beam system we could get to mars in just 45 days. <laughs> don't you have a real laser beam sound? It turns out I don't. What? I'm, I'm like, I'm literally in the folder. I've been looking for it. <laughs> Give and me I... a laser beam, man. <laughs> oh, what do you got there, buddy? I got a char- charged up laser beam. Oh, he's char- char- okay, this I'm is charging better. charging it up. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is what I, yes. Okay. Yes. It's laser thermal propulsion. All systems go for laser thermal propulsion, warp speed one. We've reached warp speed one. 
Now that generates electricity, it turns it into thrust, and that that spacecraft accelerates very quickly. Oh my god, it was so fast! Oh, because of your seatbelt on back up! So this laser beam could send a satellite to Mars in three days. A spaceship more like... Oh my god, we're almost there! I thought it used to take nine months to get here! Three days! I guess going to Mars is going to be like, I mean, obviously it's going to get easier down the road as we develop I these new systems. Hold on, hold on, though. The amount of G-force that, that, would, that would be involved in that, because you're not actually bending space and time and traveling through a hole. You're going at unbelievable speed. Yes! You would pa- you'd be pass out and die. Are you okay up there? I don't know. He's gonna die. He's dead. dead. Again, like aside from all of that, why do we even want to go to Mars? Go to the Grand Canyon. (laughs) Go to the desert, Arizona. You know what I mean? Well, there's depths of the sea we haven't seen yet, right? Go deep in the sea. There's no need to go to a planet where all it is is rock and sand and no air to breathe. I mean, we we got rock and sand here and air to breathe. I have a hard enough time going outside when it's minus 10. Like, you know, I'm like, oh my God, it's minus 10. Do I really want to go out there? Yeah, I'm going to put gloves on, a hat, boots. Imagine every time you wanted to leave the house, you got to put on a spacesuit, charge up your oxygen tank. Like, you'd never leave. Like, ah, let's just watch TV. And you make one mistake. You're dead. You're dead. Ah, I traveled so far to go here and I'm dying up. Have your parents ever embarrassed you while you're at work? Bundes says it happened to him. We'll get to his story in a sec. I don't even know if my dad knows where I work. <laughs> Your dad, you guys but, are funny. But you know, if he if if he did listen to the show from time to time, like he wouldn't say it, and that's good. I'd prefer that. Oh no. yeah, my mom used to call me and leave me voicemails about stuff she didn't want me talking about on the air. While you were on the air, <laughs> yeah, she'd like leave me a voicemail saying, "I can't believe you said crap on the radio." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, mom, don't listen, please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a news reporter. He's trying to record his segment for the evening news, and his mom is driving by and sees him standing there and just can't resist kind of <laughs> saying hi. He looks frustrated. Here she comes. I'm trying to work right now. You over there calling my phone. This is D'Angelo. You can say hi. And don't be holding up traffic because you got cars behind you. And then she drives off. She just had to stop. She's proud of him. I know. That's adorable. So cute. (laughs) Is this a, is your story a radio story or is it a like working at Rona story? It's a Rona story. Oh yeah. Nice. Okay. So I'm like. 17 years old, working at Rona, part-time job, summertime. Uh, My dad's doing some renovations at home, but, you know, I'm at work. I'm not thinking about that, right? Mm -hmm. And there's a couple um, lovely young cashiers that that work at the store. And, you know, when I'm not super busy, I frequent the cash and (laughs) chat them up the lady. Sure. Why am I not surprised? Yeah. Anyway, um... I had just started smoking at that time. Oh, interesting. And, and as I kind of at the at the front door being a douche with like a cigarette in my hand, oh, talking to the cashier about to go outside for a smoke, I'm like flirting with these girls. I'm thinking I'm all cool. I got the swagger. <laughs> then I put the cigarette in my mouth and I start walking out the door. And as soon as I get out the door, my mom and dad are there. Ah! Oh, and you got yeah. the cigarette dangling from your lips dangling from my lips with this like stupid grin on my face thinking i'm so cool yeah and this and they didn't know that i you know had started smoking and oh my god the look on my dad's face oh no and it was just like this 
parental reaction that you, you, you that your dad yeah. would give you, right? Yeah. Look at disappointment. Dis- disappointment just like said some words to me that were, you know, he wasn't impressed. And the hot <laughs> girls that were, I was just chatting up are watching me get ripped by my old man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, that oh, your dad's schooling you now. I'm surprised he didn't grab you by the ear. Put you in the car. <laughs> I, I, I was imagining like that. Your dad would be like, oh, this young gentleman helped me out. He's doing a great job. You know, without like acknowledging that he's your dad or something. Uh, just like to tell you, the boy working in the lumber department did a great job for me today. Nothing like that. No, nothing like that. It was just yelling yeah. and looks of disappointment. Fair enough. You want to do well on Tinder and get those right swipes. I mean, you got to post a sexy picture of yourself, right? I mean, that's the move. That's the move. Uh, apparently not so much. Experts have just found that you should not use photos that they classify as sexy photos because people with sexy pics up on Tinder or any dating app are actually more likely to be seen as incompetent, unlikable, and not looking for a real relationship. Why would inco- why would incompetence come into play there? Ah, uh, you know the beefcake with the shirt off. I'm thinking, oh, this is a bro, classic bro. Yeah, Nothing what, going what, on upstairs. Yeah, what, yeah, <laughs> you know, just because you're good looking, you're a classic bro. Yeah, he's all, he's airhead? used he's used his body his whole life to get ahead. You know, <laughs> one of those guys. One hundred percent. No street smarts. Even? No street smarts. Just a big old airhead. You throw him the ball, it's going to hit him right in the head, in the face. Because <laughs> he's not paying attention. He's too busy looking at his own reflection in the mirror. Right. That's such a stereotype. Yes. Well, apparently that's what people do when they see your profile. They're okay. stereotyping you. And if you post sexy, revealing pictures, people are stereotyping who they think you are. So what is a sexy picture, according to this study? Like something that they say don't do? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. A sexy picture would be a topless or bikini, right? It's revealing clothing, swimsuits, yeah. lingerie, suggestive poses. You know, those suggestive poses. Exposed breasts, chests. You got the cheeks. You got the cheeks on display. That's a sexy photo. Okay. And it's, it might, I mean, listen, maybe it's sending the right message because that's the message you want to send. What about the picture <laughs> I have where I'm wearing like a thong uh, bathing suit uh, sitting at the end of a dock and it's just my backside <laughs> looking out into the wilderness? I've never seen a picture like that before, Tucker. What do uh, okay. you mean? Truth be told, I've never taken a picture wearing a thong in that position, but that seems to be, I see that one a lot online. I'd like to try that one myself. But then I'm scared I'm going to see the result and be horrified. You know, the cheeky bathing suit. (laughs) Right. The cheeky bathing suit. End of a dog. End of the dog. Yeah. So that would be what they're talking about. Cheeks and stuff, right? Cheeks. Okay. Boobs. Chest. Biceps. So what you're saying is that if you post any of that stuff. I am going to stereotype you and think that that you are X type of person that I'm going to get lucky with you or this is like is that what you're kind of implying like this yes. is nothing this is going to be nothing incompetent unlikable and not interested in anything long term. That's the vibe that you're okay. sending out by posting sexy pics on Tinder. So get those pics with your animals up, like okay. the dog pics, right? That's or what just they, like you know, you looking like the guy next door. But you know what? Like, do you know what I mean? I know what you mean, and and that's all well and good. But the problem is when you have. We have such short attention spans these days because of our phones and social media. If you are swiping through looking for something to grab your attention, yes, the good guy next door is not going to grab your attention. As much as the douchebag might be a douchebag, he's still like, you're going to go, it's like, still, oh my God. Yeah, wow. you, you pause for you a pause, second. The right? average swipe time below a second. And if you don't like somebody, it's even shorter. But yeah, like that's how fast. That's how fast people judge you. They're not reading your profile. What about the guy in the Arcteryx jacket climbing Machu Picchu <laughs> on a foggy day? Yeah. You know, like, is yeah, that, that guy? Yeah. That but guy's people, getting the swipes? Apparently, people are 
not interested in your hobbies either. They oh. don't want to see you doing. Oh, you like so rock what climbing? What do people care about? They it just, just looks. They just want to see that approachable smile. The person, the the, the boy or girl next door kind okay. of vibe. You know what we need is just for those sites to require a passport photo. Yeah, okay. Show us your passport photo. <laughs> no true. smiles, just yes. generic. Yes. Then we'll get a real gauge on you. One hundred percent. That's not a bad idea. Are you guys such experts at ordering coffee at Starbucks that you know all the sizes there? I was I found myself in the drive-thru the other day. I still can't figure out There's their like size four system. Sizes. I know. You got your but short, you got your tall, you yeah. got your uh grande and your venti. Yeah. Yes, I always forget short and tall. <laughs> <laughs> Which is annoying. Those are the easy ones. But uh, that's what the I grande don't understand. and the venti are the hard ones. Funny enough, I'm always remembering grande and venti, and I can never remember medium or small. I'm always like, "Well, oh, give me the medium, whatever the medium is." They're like, "Oh, uh, tall." So I'll tall. Be like, yeah, tall. Yeah. But tall is not medium. Well, what tall do you want? should be large. And I, I hate that they... Tall ch- should be large. I hate that they change the language halfway through the size categories. You got small, you got tall, and then it's like, a grande, and a venti. Like it's like it should be short, tall, extra tall, extra tall and, and super giant. tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, stay with one format. <laughs> it makes me insane. First of all, no one gets a venti. I do. So eliminate that from your vocabulary. My Unless, kids always want venti's yeah, with some of the drinks. What? Are yeah. you crazy, man? Isn't that like eight cups of coffee? That's 20 ounces worth. It's <laughs> 20 enough. ounces. It's like five more ounces than you have in your cup right there, Mara. Not a chance. Yeah. This little thing? Yeah, it's like 15 ounces that. Mm. Add another five, you got a venti. I don't think that's possible. It should be extra large, should it not? It's, it's so it's, stupid. It's stupid. <laughs> but that's what I, I guess that's part of the charm, though, is you're instead yes. of saying extra large, you're like, I'll have a venti. It makes you feel a little special. A little when you're, sophisticated. Yeah. On a coffee, right? Yeah, but then you, what, what, what about the first two sizes? It's just a different, it's like a different language. They changed the language halfway through the I sizing like process. I like saying grande. It's like they had two people. Hey, you, you go decide what small and medium are going to be. And you, you go over in that room and you decide what large and extra large are going to be. And they both came back with different ideas and you're like hey we'll use both like <laughs> so it wait, doesn't make sense so what size do you what's your go-to um well i like a tall americano perfect you but nailed now, it yeah i know but it's like i i always forget when i'm at the drive-thru if i'm at, like i was uh, driving around london they got drive-thrus everywhere and i'm like i choke i'm like ah that's the, the, whatever the one it's not the small but the next one up you call it up. oh you choke yeah. how embarrassing i know i hate being at the cash with somebody who chokes robert says i don't go to starbucks for that reason i, I find it ridiculous I've never noticed this before. It's really not that hard. Isn't it right on the board when you pull up at the drive-thru? Yeah, there's nothing. There's no... uh, Find me a restaurant that switches language halfway through the sizing process. There isn't one. Mm -hmm. You know, you go to McDonald's, you get a small fry, you don't get a... You know, a medium, and then then you got a grande fry or a small. It doesn't happen anywhere else but Starbucks. Find me a place. I'll be shocked Mm. if you can name one. I just don't think it would work, though. Like if it was in Italian, like like medio or media, I think is 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 Italian for media. It sounds like you're saying media. Can I get a media coffee? Whatever. <laughs> then or, don't or, use that uh, language. Or a piccolo americano. Oh, yeah. I like piccolo. For small? Or yeah. Sh- yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just stick with it. That's all I'm asking. All right. Tucker was talking about his problem with Starbucks. You got the short, you got the tall, you got the grande, you got the venti. It's very confusing for you. Yeah, you know what? I always joke. I get if I'm in a drive-thru and I'm under the gun, I'm like, what do you call that size again? It's like the one bigger than small. Uh, you call it what? <laughs> okay, so we're getting a lot of texts right now saying that this is totally something that Paul Rudd in the movie Role Models talked about. Good morning. Can I take your order? Can I get a tall chai? And a large black coffee. A what? Large black coffee. Do you mean a venti? <laughs> No, I mean a large. He means a venti. Yeah, the biggest one you got. Venti is large. No, venti is 20. Danny. Yeah. 
Large is large. In fact, tall is large, and grande is Spanish for large. Venti's the only one that doesn't mean large. It's also the only one that's Italian. Congratulations, you're stupid in three languages. Yeah. That's funny. My issue is not that they're using Italian language. It's that they switch halfway through. <laughs> yeah, pick one or the other. The other issue I'm having, and it's happened to me twice, and I'm such an idiot for allowing it to happen to me twice, but I was ordering three coffees, one for my wife, one for my mom, and one for me. So uh-huh. I order a latte for Deb, order a decaf for my mom, and then I go, and I'll have a regular coffee. Right, that, which medium. doesn't make any, it doesn't mean anything yeah. at Starbucks. Like, a regular yeah. coffee, no, no, what is that? Mean, no, okay, I'm not, I'm at McDonald's now. Oh, now you're at McDonald's, yeah. okay. So I've ordered, what do you think happens now? Order a latte, a decaf, and then I go, oh, and I'll have a regular, regular medium. Coffee. They give you milk and, yeah. and sugar. Regular coffees, not just regular <laughs> coffee. It's a special way of ordering one that has two sugars <laughs> and one cream. This you're is a, such a noob. This I is know. a coffee noob, right? He's only been drinking coffee for who, two years. Who came, well, I was like, I was ordering. Caffeine free, like decaf, and so then I was flipping back to just your regular coffee. Wait, what does regular coffee mean to you? It means just black. No, 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 no. no, no. Just no, a regular no. one because I was it's ordering not. a decaf. It Black's was like next level. I'll have a latte. I'll have a decaf, and then I'll have a medium regular coffee. And then I, I get back to my mom's place. It's got all this sugar and cream in it. I'm like, <laughs> I love Jesus. It. Who decided that? Say I'll get have off. a hardcore coffee. They'll just know say, what you mean. Yeah, what? say that. You just say black, black. <laughs> Gotta yeah, say black. It's so easy. But I didn't. I didn't want her to get confused as like I didn't want her to think it was a Another decaf. decaf. So I was like, regular coffee, not decaf. No, regular. regular means something oh, else. <laughs> this coffee world is so much more complicated than I ever expected it to be, especially at the drive-through. Yeah. It's Tucker and Mora in the morning. Energy 95.3. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.